Cantos hundred eleven to hundred fourteen of Book Six of the Ramayana of Balmiki, translated by Ralph T. H. Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Om One Two Three. Canto one hundred eleven. Bivishan's lament. Bivishan saw his brother slain, nor could his heart its woe contain. Over the dead king he sadly bent and mourned him with a loud lament o hero bold and brave he cried skilled in all arms in battle tried spoiled of thy crown with limbs outspread why wilt thou press thy gory bed why slumber on the earth's cold breast when sumptuous couches woo to rest ah me my brother overbold Thine is the fate my heart foretold. But love and pride forbade to hear The friend who blamed thy wild career. Fallen is the sun who gave us light, Our lordly moon is veiled in night, Our beacon fire is dead and cold, A hundred waves over it rolled. What could his light and fire avail? against lord rama's airy hail woe for the giant's royal tree whose stately height was fair to see his buds were deeds of kingly grace his bloom the suns who decked his rays with rifled bloom and mangled bough the royal tree lies prostrate now nay idly mourn not rama cried the warrior king has nobly died intrepid hero farm through all so fell he as the brave should fall and ill beseems it chiefs like us to weep for those who perish does be farm thy causeless grief restrain and pay the dues that yet remain again the vision sadly spoke his was the hero arm that broke embattled gods and indra's might unconquered ere to-day in fight he rushed against thee fought and fell as ocean when his waters swell hauling his might against a rock fall spent and shattered by the shark woe for our king's untimely end the generous lord the trusty friend our sure defence when fear arose, a dreaded scourge to stubborn foes. Oh, let the king thy hand has slain, the honours of the dead obtain. Then Rama answered, Hadred dies, when low in dust the foeman lies. Now triumph bids the conflict cease, and needs us in the bonds of peace. Let funeral rites be duly paid, And be it mine thy toil to aid. Canto 112 The Rakshas Dames High rose the universal wail That mourned the monarch's death and pale, With crushing woe, her hair unbound, Her eyes in floods of sorrow drowned, Fought from the inner chambers came, with trembling feet each royal dame. Heedless of those who bade them stay, they reached the field where Ravan lay. There, falling by their husband's side, 
Our King, our dearest Lord, they cried. Like creepers shadowed by the storm, they threw them on his mangled form. One to his bleeding bosom crept, and lifted up her voice and wept. About his feet one mourner clung, around his neck another hung. One on the giant's severed head, her pearly tears in torrents shed. Fast as the drops the summer shower pours down upon the lotus flower. Ah, he whose arm in anger reared, the king of gods and Yama feared, while panic struck the heavenly train, lies prostrate in the battle slain. Thy hofty heart thou wouldst not bend, nor listen to each wiser friend. Ah, had the dame, as they implored, been yielded to her injured lord, we had not mourned this day thy fall, and happy had it been for all. Then Rama and thy friends content, in blissful peace their days had spent. Thine injured brother had not fled, nor giant chiefs and banners bled. Yet for these woes we will not blame thy fancy for the mightel dame. Fate, ruthless fate, whom none may bend, has ours thee to die hapless end. Canto 113 Mandadari's Lament While thus they wept, supreme in place, the loveliest for form and face, Mandudari drew near alone, looked on her lord and made her moan. Our monarch, in fear to stand, in fight before thy conquering hand. From thy dread spear the immortals ran, and art thou murdered by a man. Ah, it was no child of art, I know, that smote thee with that mortal blow. It was death himself in Rama's shape, that slew thee, dead whom none escape. Or was it he who rules the skies, Who met thee clothed in man's disguise? Ah, no, my lord, not Indra, he, In battle never could look on thee. One only God, thy match I deem, It was Vishnu's self, the Lord Supreme, Whose days through ceaseless time extend, And never began, never shall end. He with the discus, shell, and mace, Brought rain on the giant race. Guard by the gods of heaven arrayed, Like banner hosts, he is trained to aid. He Rama's shape and arms assumed, And slew the king whom fate had doomed. In Janastan, when Kara died, With giant lesions by his side, No mortal was the unconquered foe, in Rama's form who struck the blow. When Hanuman the banner came, And burnt thy town with hostile flame, I counselled peace in ansious fear, I counselled, but thou wouldst not hear. Thy fancy for the foreign dame Has brought thee death and endless shame. Why should thy foolish fancy roam? Hadst thou not wives as fair at home? In beauty, form, and grace could she, dear Lord, surpass or rival me. Now will the days of Sita glide, 
in tranquil joy by Rama's side, and I, ah me, around me raves, a sea of woe with whelming waves. With thee in days of old I trod, each part beloved by nymph and god. I stood with thee in proud delight on Munder's side and Meru's hide. With thee, my lord, enchanted straight in Chetarad's lovely shade, and viewed each fairest scene afar, transported in thy radiant car. But source of every joy was thou, and all my bliss is ended now. Then Rama to Bevishan cried, Whatever the ritual beads provide, Obsequial honours duly pay, And these sad mourners' grief allay. Bevishan answered, wise and true, For duty's changeless law he knew. Nay, one who scorned all sacred vows, And dared to touch another's powers, Fell tyrant of the human race, with funeral rites I may not grace. Him, Ragu's royal son, the best, Of those who love the law, addressed. False was the rover of the night, He loved the wrong and scorned the right. Yet for the fallen warrior plead, The dauntless heart, the valorous deed. Let him, who never had brooked defeat, The chief, whom Indra feared to meet, the ever-conquering lord obtain, the honours that should grace the slain. Bevision bade his friends prepare the funeral rites with thoughtful care. Himself the royal palace sought, when sacred fire was quickly brought, with sandalwood and precious scents, and pearl and coral ornaments. Wise Brahmins, while the tears that flowed Down their wan cheeks, their sorrow sowed. Upon a golden litter laid, The corpse in finest robes arrayed. Thereon, where flowers and pennants hung, And loud the monarch's praise was sung. Then was the golden litter raised, While holy fire in order blazed, And first in place Bevision led, the slow procession of the dead. Behind, their cheeks with tears bedeared, came sad the widowed multitude. Where, raised as Brahmans ordered, stood, piled sandal logs and scented wood, the body of the king was set, high on a deerskin coverlet. Then duly to the monarch's shade, the offerings for the dead they paid and southward on the eastern side an altar formed and fire supplied then on the shoulder of the dead the oil and clotted milk were shed all rites were done as rules ordained the sacrificial goat was slain next on the corpse were perfumes thrown and many a flowery wreath was thrown and with vivisions ready aid Rich vesture over the king was laid. Then while the tears their cheeks bedeared, Parched grain upon the dead they streared. Last to the wood, as the rules require, The vision set the kindling fire. Then having bathed, as texts ordain, 
to Lanka went the morning train. The vision, when his task was done, stood by the side of Raghu's son, and Rama, freed from every foe, unstrung at last his deadly bow, and laid the glittering shafts aside, and mail by Indra's love supplied. Canto 114 The Vision Consecrated Joy reigned in heaven where every eye Had seen the Lord of Lanka die In cars whose sheen surpassed the suns Triumphant rode the radiant ones And Robin's death by every tongue And Rama's glorious deeds were sung They praised the banners true and brave the counsel wise Sagriva gave. The deeds of Hanuman they told, the valiant chief supremely bold, the strong ally, the faithful friend, and Sita's truth which naught could bend. To Matali, whom Indra sent, his head the son of Raghu bent, and he with fiery steeds who clove, the clouds again to Swarga drove. Round King Sugriva, brave and true, His arms in rapture, Rama drew, Looked on the host with joy and pride, And thus the noble Lakshman cried, Now let king-making drops be shed, Dear brother, on Bivishan's head, For truth and friendship nobly shown, And make him lord of Ravan's throne. This longing of his heart he told, and Lakshman took an arm of gold, And bade the wind-fleet banners bring, Sea water for the giant's king. The brimming arm was swiftly brought, Then on a throne, superbly wrought, The vision set, the giant's lord, And over his brows the drops were poured. As Raghu's son the right beheld, His loving heart with rapture swelled. But tenderer thoughts within him woke, And thus to Hanuman he spoke. Go to my queen, this message give, Say Lakshman and Sugriva live, The death of Lanka's monarch tell, And bid her joy, for all is well. End of Cantos 111-114